bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. Congratulations, Detroit. You can be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. The homicide tool has reached a nice even 750. Details on the latest leveling from Police Sergeant... Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... ...in the morning. It's 20 minutes before 12. The Hitless Tigers could use this guy's talents. Mount Clemens police have a 36-year-old man in custody. Seems he got home about 5 o'clock this morning from an all-night spree. That ticked off the little lady who unleashed a verbal barrage at the man. That apparently the last straw for him. He picked up his genuine Willie Mays power eyes lightning strike Louisville slugger baseball bat. Proceeded to hit a thousand on the woman's head. Pull you up a chair and listen to this. And we're back with Sidetracked Powered by Dirty Hooker Diesel. Your Duramax specialist is up at Harbor Beach here. Tony Burkhardt and the gang get ready to see them out on the track. Hopefully, hopefully now. In what, three weeks, two weeks? Uh, they may have to push it. They may have to push it. Uh, some last-minute issues with the hooker. Um, not yeah. liking a rod. No, they had the engine down on the dyno at uh, Danville Performance. They saw 1,700-plus out of it before Rod decided it wanted to be outside. You know, hookers should know where to keep their rods. Yeah, well, the hooker had to take plan B. <laughs> which I suspect is a dry block motor. Yeah. Well, we got a guest on with us. First time ever coming out on a radio show. I, I hope he's not too nervous. Ah, <laughs> uh, go ahead. First time on a radio show. I forgot you did some. Haven't been a while, but I, I did a few. I don't know. We we've never done radio. We've only been only ever been a podcast. So I don't know what this radio shit is you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, hold on. That makes it better. Ah, there we go. But the Godfather joined us here tonight, the executive producer for Sidetrack Productions. Uh, From what uh, Johanna was telling me, you've been having a hard time getting your ball cap on anymore. She's had to adjust it out a couple times since the new uh, position was revealed. (laughs) No, she tries to make it too tight. She don't like me wearing them anyway. (laughs) But uh, thanks for coming on board. I mean, we got a lot to talk about here. Yeah, we're not going to bury the lead. We know everybody's been waiting. We've been quiet for five, four days, five days. So it's time to... People have been asking, what the hell's going on with Sidetrack? What's going on with PRN? Yeah. Well, Godfather, I'm going to let you take the lead. You are our executive producer and uh, our... uh, PR consultant, so to speak, because Lord knows you can't let me just talk on my own anymore. <laughs> He's got to be chaperoned. Well, to the best of my knowledge, I know a lot of people know that the last show I did, I stepped away from PRN. Uh, a lot of that had to do with just being burnt out. Uh, not a not 100% sure if I was ready to take the plunge to do the things that needed to be done. Uh, But as things 
have calmed down and slowed down. I do have a little free time on my hands, so uh, I think we've got, I, I'm just going to be honest, I think what we've got with PRN is was three years of nonstop pushing, and I think everybody got burnt out. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, PRN is not going anywhere, but things are going <coughs> to slow down, slow down drastically. Uh, with that being said, with what free time I do have, I have some equipment that's not costing me anything, so why not come help you guys out? (laughs) (laughs) You're a glutton for punishment. You know that, right, Godfather? I do do know that, uh, (laughs) and I understand that, but I'm not, uh... At this moment, I'm going to help you guys with some of the big shows. We're going to we're going to keep our I can't say ours, but I, I'm going to we're going to keep a presence at Bowling Green and Louisville. Bowling Green is already taken care of. I made that phone call yesterday. Uh, Louisville, all I've got to do is send an email, and I've got that one taken care of. Uh, pretty sure. Don't think we'll have to jump through any kind of hoops to get things changed over to to sidetracked or what have you. Uh, my my point, my what I will be doing is, you know, I'll probably report on some pulls that I go to. I'm 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 running the Grand National Circuit with the Young Blood Crew again. Uh, that is probably what took up more of my time last year than anything that kind of slowed me down. Uh, as far as doing a weekly show, I'm probably not going to do that. Uh, I'm sure with uh, Dave Fultz coming with us, I'm sure we will do some of the annual shows that we always did, the prediction shows for TNT Truck and Tractor Pull. Uh, working on and and making plans to do the uh, FFA alumni tailgate show again. Uh, so that's where I stand. I, I'm here to help you guys, and we appreciate it, man. That's for sure. Absolutely. You all, uh, I will be there. Uh, my paying job permitting, uh, I will be anywhere you all need me. Yeah, I do believe you, uh, you're coming to UCC and joining us there? As of right now, the plans are, yes, I will be there. Uh, I'm sure it's going to take a lot of prodding to get your wife to join you. No, she'll be right there. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you all have the place for, we'll be there. Yeah, we got. We'll we'll make it happen. And, uh, as a matter of fact, she uh, she has actually said several times she wanted to go. Uh, she is a diesel truck fanatic. As most people know, the truck that I use to pull my broadcast trailer 
is hers, not mine. <laughs> Tanya, Tanya will tell Tanya will tell you that the my diesel is hers as well. Well, I can't. I, there's no, there's no telling her. I mean, this is her truck. Yeah, yeah. That hers, that's in her <laughs> name. That isn't hers taking claim. No, that's Johanna's made that very clear on a few occasions. <laughs> it's hers. I, I get to borrow it every now and then. <laughs> And when I drive it, I have to turn the GPS on so she can track how fast I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I got a phone call as I was coming through Detroit coming home. You need to slow your ass down. I can't. I can't see you, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the look on her face when you were explaining when we're sitting down there and not. Uh, White Pine about my instructions on how to drive through Detroit. I don't think she <laughs> believed it. Charles, Charles said they're going, yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> yep. But, no, yeah, she, uh, I am going to talk to her. I know uh, White Pine, she got a little, uh, I don't know what you would say, uh, you know, off to herself taking pictures and I'm just going to kind of let her know, you know, White Clowns was four, four and a half hours. UCC's 12, 13, or 14. Of non <laughs> stop stuff. Stop. So, uh, but she is planning on coming, so we will be there. Well, we're going to, I want, I do want to change gears here a little bit on the same subject, though. We're only going to flip the splitter, we're not going a full gear cog over. Um, for those of you out there, you saw our statement put out Saturday evening uh, of us leaving Pulling Radio Network. Um, it wasn't entirely a spur of the moment deal. It was not just a knee jerk reaction to a post out there. It had been something that had been discussed by Charles and I for quite some time. Um, there was a... I'm going to be brutally honest here. I mean, I'm not going to call everybody's names out, but there was a change in direction creationally, I guess you'd say it. Yeah. Or direction of the network that we weren't comfortable with following. Um, and we weren't able to follow even, you know, just no. financially time-wise, we could not do it. And our response was, you know, did we make a move at that point? Yes. Was it spurred on partially by that? Yes. But this was a move that had been coming for quite some time as we wanted to go our own direction with what we've been doing and how we've been carrying our show. And we, and I know Eric, you can agree to this. We've operated as an independent show right from day one. You know, it's, yes. we've always done our own thing. We've had our own ideas and, uh, well, I always, I always looked at it, even, you know, even with things that have happened. We were two separate entities helping each other. Yeah. Whether, whether one helped the other one more than the other one, you know, but we were, that's what we were. Uh, and, and I think it, 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 it was a good fit for a while. And I agree with you all. That was, that was one of my, uh, big pushes to step away you know i i have the equipment the equipment to live stream 
Is mine high-dollar equipment? No. And I knew if that was the route that we were going to go, I needed better equipment, and I didn't have... Yes, I could have went and bought the equipment, but was that something I wanted to do that we weren't really getting a return on? Yeah, that's no. that's how I feel about it. To do it the way we wanted to do it. We tried a couple of years ago before Facebook live stream was a thing. You, you could do it to YouTube only. And yeah. the production took, at a bare minimum, three of us, four of us. It really needed five or six people. And it just it's a tremendously expensive and time-consuming enterprise to produce it the way I want it done. We can't do it. So I'd rather not. So there was the, the philosophical difference in terms of direction for for content provisions, but also there, it it, it was semi-public. There was there was and is uncertainty as to the continuance of Polling Radio Network. You said tonight that it's going to continue. I I don't I don't yeah. know for certain hundred percent certainty whether it is or it is not, but sidetracked absolutely is, and when. All appearances came out on Saturday that potentially the entity was was for sale and or shutting down. We had to make a decision to say no, sidetracked. Sidetracked for one is not for sale, and for another, we're foot on the floor the same way we've always been. And, you know, it, the bringing over of the players, um, you know, it wasn't a master plan of any sort. It was we saw what people were looking at, you know, and there had been a lot of behind the door discussion. I think Godfather, you could agree with that as far yeah. as direction that creatively we all wanted to go. And there were some differences, but you know, we want to still be able to offer, you know, you, Eric, of course, Dave, um, Austin Wagner coming on board. Um, you did announce the guy way out that we really hear from you, right? On Facebook? No. No? Well. Oh, not yet. Well, you heard it first here today. We said you're going to be hearing a lot of first here on this show. Uh, Kenny Eggleston, uh, the snow sheriff, uh, he is on board with us also. He's going to be uh, also kind of exploring the new direction that we're going. And it wasn't we were going out there trying to rob people. It's just we didn't we actually, wanted to. We didn't ask any of, any of you, any of them to do no. this yes we asked one person yet one we asked we asked eric prude to come on as we, executive yeah. producer we did ask you to come on as executive producer but as far as any other content providers all of it came yeah. to us within about 48 hours we, we didn't ask any of them no and there's yeah. there's more besides those that we've mentioned so far um there's two that aren't going to be mentioned as of yet we gotta we're gonna wait and feed some okay. of it but uh jamie qualls is going to be jamie us. qualls coming on um, Jamie does a great job, Eric, you've seen it. We've all seen it. Um, covering the live yeah. streaming on Facebook, uh, interviewing pullers at the polls and Jamie, I'll tell you what, if, if it's anybody in, involved in the sport of truck and tractor pulling on a grand national NTPA level, they all just about know Jamie just cause yeah. he's a great guy and he does a great job with it, but I guess we might as well unveil another part. Um, you're already seeing a little bit of it filter through on our Facebook page. Sidetracked is not no longer only going to be covering pulling. 
Not that it ever really did. No, but it was our main focus, you know. Um, no, we're open to all forms of motorsports. Yep, we had just for initially thought we were going to separate redlined away from sidetrack, keep sidetracked on the polling, redline be everything else. Too hard. It's too hard. The redline page suffered as we tried keeping the other. Um, you're going to see, hopefully here in two weeks, uh, we're going to make our big debut covering other motorsports with Kenny Eggleston, hopefully being able to uh, live stream a hill climb from somewhere west with big rocky pointy things. Yep, it's it's going to be open season. Yeah, a lot of snow still. Yeah. So you know, there's there's other stuff coming down the line. Um, Dave Fultz's new show with uh, Kevin. Kevin Kevin Hill. Um, it's not a pulling focus podcast at all. No. Um, but you know, there's there's a lot coming, and this is stuff we've all been talking about for shit two three years now. You know, about as long as we've been involved together. It's been in the discussion because I know I don't follow just polling. I know you don't. Hell no. Eric, I know you're, you look at other forms of motorsports. We all do. We're gearheads. Yep. You know, our our thing is horsepower and torque numbers. You know, whether it's in a powerboat offshore in the Lake Huron going up and down or whether it's a snowmobile climbing up some sort of goddamn cliff because people are insane, you know, we follow it all. And uh, that's where sidetracked is sidetracked is named sidetrack productions. It's not named sidetrack pulling coverage. It's we're a production company here to cover motorsports and sidetracked. Well, every, every motorsport I know of uses some sort of track. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to the summer and, and the yeah, changes. And... Yeah. If I get some time, I've got uh, a guy that I work with that is a, uh, uh, I've, I've, I've been around a lot of dirt track racing around this part of the world. Uh, I, there's some listeners out there that might know uh, Lightning Tactic in the dirt track world. His brother is actually the owner of Lightning Tactic. And I've watched him race, and I, there's not very many any better than he is in this part of the country. And uh, I, we have talked several times about sitting down and doing a, a little show. So they might have that to look forward to. I might I might get one recorded with him sometime. Guys, hey, I know we were hoping. You ever think about doing radio? I know we were uh, hoping to get Mr. Dave Foltz on, but of course he's in the big metropolis of Berlin, I'm sure. He's meeting with the mayor or city council discussing the next uh, multi-story parking structure going to be going in there. I'll tell you what, I when I spent the night at Dave's place, I can't believe what a boomtown Berlin is. It's huge, Charles. It's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. But uh, as far no as... Comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric, I commented. You just couldn't hear it. <laughs> Um, well, hey, there's, there's one thing about it. I will have to go back and listen. <laughs> He's going to do something I don't even do to my own shows. Listen. <laughs> but, uh, I probably listen to your all shows more than you do. I'll guarantee it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, li- I listened probably the first six months we were doing this. I oh, you were, you critiqued them. 
Yeah, now I do. I don't. I, out it goes. I critique every show I ever did. Except one. Can you guess which one? The last one. Exactly. <laughs> I've never listened to it since I did it. Well, come to think about it, that was the last show of yours I ever listened to. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, as far as... Oh, you're angry. As far as uh, being able to follow the shows now, you will not be able to get new content from Sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network. Um, as far as old content and that, that stuff still being discussed as of right now. Um, but you got to go to our website, plain and simple, where we've always yeah. been able to be accessed. And uh, when Eric decides he wants to do a show, that's where you'll be able to access it. Dave Foltz with their new studios going up. I can't believe he's got new Man. studios for us already. He's, he's going high class and everything. It's actually stick built this time. There's no trailer wheels to knock out from underneath. I can't believe it. We actually have a concrete floor in the basement. Hey, the basement is mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was, the, I was in the penthouse for years, and I got tired. I, I'm in the basement. No <laughs> Never heard of them. Y'all can have the rest of it. I'll, I'll take the basement. Well, shit, if you moved out and we haven't hit. Fuck, that means Zeke's already in there. That's the way I grew up, and that's the way I'm on a base. Oh, man. Actually, there was a question asked, is Uncle Zeke joining Pulling Radio Network? Well, right now, he's locked in solitary confinement, last I heard, due to an issue during his last prison stay, so we have not been able to be in contact with him. Actually, we did move the old studios. We put the wheels back on the trailer and moved them. Down the road, hopefully he won't find us this time. If you have Is a it behind day, the big bring it on. Uh, no, it's in the lot across the railroad tracks. So that way he doesn't associate it as being us. <laughs> 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 oh, but no, the bulk of the stuff that came out Saturday was or Saturday night out of us was done at the Pink Elephant. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't saying it was. I'm just you know. <laughs> Ah, you love that bar, Godfather. You know it. <laughs> it's not bad. I, I'm not going to say it. I've been in work. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to matter. <coughs> I've been in a lot work. Next time he comes up, we're taking him out to uh, Emmett. Oh, shit. Friday night. Oh, God. We got this really cool bar out there called Bisco's. You'll love it. Kill yourself. I think everything is, is everything we're doing is a good move for, for the sport. It's one of those everybody involved loves the sport. Uh, everybody involved loves motorsports. So I, I really think that, you know, yes, I love more, I love other motorsports, but my, as everybody knows, my main focus is going to be tractor pulling. Uh, truck pulling. Uh, that's the sport I've been in ever since. That's the only sport I've ever been involved in that I know of since I was born. So, uh, 
but I do have, you know, I do have avenues to help with the other stuff too. Uh, and, and, and more than glad to. And like I said, I think we're, I think we're on the right path. Uh, uh, my, my main focus is I don't care what we do as long as we're having fun. That's been our rule from day one. If you're not having fun, stop either take a break or quit. Yeah. And that's 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 the thing when you when you get to a point that it's not fun anymore. And I had gotten to that point. I I'll, I'll be honest. I, I was not enjoying anything anymore. Uh a lot of it was causing a lot more work. Uh so uh Guaranteed that I, you all are going to see a different person. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to spending some time with Eric Pruitt, not with the Godfather. You're, yeah. you're not coming out in a wig and a dress, are you? That's your job. <laughs> the Godfather will not do that. <laughs> See, so yeah, you just got to let your hair down a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, Detroit style. Very nice. Oh. And it's, got, it's got about the right color to it to fall as the, as, as the, the path off as the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, lots of stuff come forth, uh, you know, guys, just stay posted with us as we're trying to sort out the madness. You know, Charles and I, we we never expected any of the reaction we've gotten. No, but it just tells me that we're we're doing it right. So, well, but uh, you're going to be hearing more. Um, I know we've been just impressed with the growth on the announcing side of the business. Yeah. That's been which really that's really that's what all this is is really about. Yeah. We're not. We're still announcers first. That comes before any of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, this was literally this business was formed because, well, we got tired of getting ten ninety nine at the end of the year. Yeah, we wanted bigger <laughs> and more gigs, and so that's why we did it. And uh, you know, we've seen a growth on that side. You know, my brother Aaron joining, J.C. Graver joining, and uh, I know we got a few other rogues that'll come in and out throughout the year as we need it because. Well, we've got four announcers covering the amount of shows that you and I've done solo. Yeah. And now, you know, we've taken on too many. We can't. Our calendar, and and we haven't even finalized all of them yet or found out about them. But I mean, you'll see it on the website get updated very soon. All the places you're going to be able to run into, uh, well, run into sidetracked as an entity, not necessarily us, because it's gotten to be too many. We can't be every place at once. Yes. And don't judge us by all our announcers. Um, well, you can judge us by JC, but there's one that's working for us that don't judge us on him, please. Shit, my parents don't listen to the show anymore, do they? <laughs> I don't, you tell me. I don't know. Godfather's met my uh, brother, Aaron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, he'll do good in his uh, role for us. It's just, oh, this is more than we could ever imagine, and... The comments we've gotten from our fans, we appreciate it. We have We those? really do. 
I sent out yeah. three more checks this week. They don't know it, but there's no money in the account again. So I think three more just like them. I bought more beer this week instead of sending out the checks. <laughs> no, we just our goal is to bring bring some content, make it listenable, make it easy to access. Uh, we get asked from time to time, "Why aren't you on iTunes? Why aren't you on this? Why aren't you on that?" Look. It's an MP3 file. Everybody can freaking play an MP3 file, and there's people who don't do social media, so you don't have to engage with Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to find us either. Just go to the website, you right-click on the file, you download it, you listen. It's I, I, You don't even have to do that. You can play it straight from the website. I can't make it any more simple. Yeah. You mean you're not going to get their phone from them and download it for them every week just because they can't figure it out? No, I don't want to see what kind of crazy porn you got on your phone. I'm not talking about me. Well, <laughs> I keep you as company. I can't imagine what some of these other people are like. <laughs> so, nope. Lots, uh, lots. Oh, my gosh. I know, Godfather, your phone's probably been going off the hook since uh, yes. Sunday. Uh, yes, there's been a lot of people have called and asked. What you know? What's going on? This and that, and, and I just basically told them, I said, it's you know, I kind of look at it as like a, a restructuring. It's you know, we're still going to be doing the same thing. We're still going to be covering stuff. It's just kind of going to be from a different avenue. All we did was throw the TA back ahead. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the way it worked. Now I got a question. You know. We talked just a few minutes ago about going to UCC. <coughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been able to check lately, but I did leave a comment on somebody's comment that they're not going to be able to make UCC this year. And but, I asked um, who will pay for our supper. Really? Yes. I have not kept up on it. I completely, I have no idea what we're talking about. Randy Reyes is saying he's not coming to UCC now. He owes us another dinner. Oh, bullshit, he's not coming. You talked to him this week? No, but I find that impossible to believe. Today, he posted, it's a pretty lengthy, it's a pretty lengthy post. Uh, Basically, they've opened a new shop. They're busy. He can't get away. The truck's not coming, but he might possibly, might possibly fly out oh man no red delicious yeah no red delicious well so what was my first response hey who's gonna buy our supper this year yeah (laughs) no shit well fuck back to the dollar menu again well we're down two now yep let's see who else could we hit up huh we need to find out where Sean Barker goes and eats. We'll make him buy this year. No, I know who's buying. Eric Merchant, you're buying dinner this yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Panama himself. Yeah. Well, that was easy. I got that worked. Actually, he's. I, I got some information for us about what what we'll be eating with him. I need, I need a I need a delete kit. Delete kit for what? Truck. <laughs> you don't have to worry about him. Talk to Charles. <laughs> <laughs> 
how much you want them to disappear. <laughs> they don't sell weight weight uh, delete kits. They do sell weight reduction kits, though. Now, am I lost? Yeah, you can't buy delete kits anymore. They do sell weight reduction kits, though. Yeah. We we only do EGR enhanced kits. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back with The Godfathers. This is Sidetracked, powered by Diesel Freak. You make your living going up and down the road, and time is money. Would you like to save from 5 to 25% on fuel, up to 25% more power, with better bottom-end acceleration? You need to get with DieselFreak.com and their truck tuning services. Works for Cummins, Caterpillar, Detroit Diesel, and more. If you want to kick it up another notch, you can get their off-highway tuning for high horsepower. It'll unlock the RPM limiters, twin turbo setups, VGT turbo replacement, EGR valve delete, DPF delete, urea delete, and more, and it all comes with a 30-day warranty. Now only that, they've also moved into the agriculture realm. They'll bring their dyno on site to you. Get a baseline on your tractor, write a custom tune for it, load it up, and show you the difference. Also with a 30-day warranty, save fuel, increase power with performance tuning from DieselFreak.com. For Case IH, Challenger, Claus, Fent, John Deere, Massey, Ferguson, New Holland, Valtra, and more, DieselFreak.com. They can be reached at 989-748-4145, 989-748-4145. Ask for Wade and tell them the bullet radio network sent you and we're back with sidetracked powered by the hook magazine this time keep throwing it out there for all our great sponsors that uh support us throughout the year and big words you've got your uh whole cheat sheet out there all your fucking show prep that i don't do and godfather did you do any show prep I still have all of my show prep. <laughs> From every show I ever did, I have two drawers in an old washstand plumb full. Yeah, I never thought to save any of this shit. I, we aren't even out of the studio, and I got the piece of paper watered up and thrown against the it wall. Wasn't, it wasn't that I was thinking about saving it. I was just being late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I looked at a couple things, just some timely stuff that came up. Um, we we did post it, I think, to, we did post it to the website here, well, I guess it's a week ago now, that the NTPA did come out with a clarification on Super Farm Turbo Map Groove Rule post Louisville. Hashtag zero fucks given. Shit show. And basically, I guess what the problem is, and the way they check it, is they take what, a, essentially it's a ball bearing uh Point, the map width groove can be no larger than .200. They got a 202 ball, and if that ball falls through the map groove into the wheel, you're you're illegal. And that's what those chargers were doing at Louisville. Gotcha. The spec doesn't say anything <clears throat> about slot shape. There is none of that. You can have that fucking dog dish looking thing if you want to. It's just that where it hits the wheel, the wheel's got to come into the come into the bore. An eighth inch past the groove, and you can't have it any bigger than two at the surface it meets the wheel. And those those chargers that were letting the ball fall through. I don't know how far over they were, but they were. Hashtag smoothbore turbos. Hashtag ring caps matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know what? I hope that their go-no-go ball has uh, some sort of uh, ferrite properties so that they can stick a magnet in there and catch it. Because <laughs> wouldn't that suck? Woo! Yes, it would. Uh, uh, bad shit. Hey, that would be, hey, that'd be a quick way to... They wouldn't be able to run them again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see Uncle Larry. This one failed. Bring me six more. <laughs> Oh, the uh, pro polling league has also got now a uh, tech clarification. Now it's not blog style like Uncle Larry does, but uh, for twenty eighteen they got some changes, and one of them involves two wheel drive truck classes. So this will be kind of in your wheelhouse, Godfather. They have made a change on their draw bars. You now have to drill a hole in your kingpin, your hold down for the draw bar itself, run a zip tie through it over to a rigidly mounted post so that you can't post-inspection change the height, and they say if you've got a floating draw bar, it'll break that zip tie as well. Really? Yep. After you go over the scales and get measured, you get zip tied, and your draw bar cannot be moved without a reinspection. Okay, here's my question. Why is two-wheel drive getting singled out? Well, if you can believe the gossip mongers that are on the various uh, message boards that had to do with uh, a conniption that was had at a poll somewhere in Illinois where it was felt that some trucks did move the draw bars after being scaled and checked and uh, got away with it, quote-unquote. So rather than grow some fucking balls and get out your $500 for a protest fee, nope, this is where we're at, kids. Yeah, but you know... I. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show my side of, of that I can be and I have. Go for it. I, I do it all the time. It's enjoyable. If I have a vehicle and I go across and I get my draw bar checked, I'm setting at 30 inches for two wheel drive. Yep. And I go out and say I'm the seventh, eighth truck to hook to the sled, and I watch the first three or four. And I realize, and I'm, and I, this is me learning. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I know they don't do this, but <coughs> if two wheel drive trucks do not do this, but if I wanted to drop my draw bar, I'd be goddamn if I'm going to go get somebody to come check it. Yeah, that was my thought, and I guess you know. I guess I didn't realize two wheel drive trucks never drop their draw bar. They think somebody raised the draw bar and cheated. And yes, two wheel drive trucks are completely different. You don't. And and I've learned all this in the last year. Thanks to Mr. Gibson, me and him have had long conversations. You don't put weights in front of the back tires. It does not work. You do not lower a draw bar because you can't keep the front end down. You change air pressure. And I, I, I'm learning that I'm learning that will work because the 30-inch draw bar is above the center of the rear axle. Where I'm, I'm, I'm inclinated with tractors, your 20-inch draw bar is below 
so you can drop it a little, and it helps a lot. In two-wheel drive trucks, it don't work. But still, if I was, if I wanted to do that, I'm not going to go find somebody and say, hey, you've got to put a zip tie back on this. I lowered my draw bar a quarter of an inch. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the variables. And, and it's it's one of those <laughs> things where if you're that worried about it, then why is it a rule just in two-wheel drive? Why not everybody? Yes. Uh, that, yes. And I would somebody think... Call, go ahead. Somebody calls somebody do something, and they complained about it. And instead of the tech officials doing their job, they're going to do something that is going to cause more work. It's BS. They made it up. Or could. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't really see floating draw bars being much of a thing in two-wheel drive either. Just, again, because of the same leverage principles you just talked about. Four-wheel drive trucks? Hell yeah. Big time. Yeah. But two-wheel drives, I don't, you know... Uh, I I will say this, and I may get hate mail, and I may have people call me. Uh, they'd be better off making sure they had legal draw bars in them than they would to zip tie them where they can't move. <laughs> <laughs> Godfather's calling some shit out. <laughs> uh, some other some other shit PPL uh, put out there. Uh, clarification for modified four wheel drive trucks. Speaking of them. You cannot have any sort of digital ignition on the truck. No computers, no programmable, just a single dumb ignition. No no six shooters, none of that shit. They're trying to get away from any thoughts of traction control being present. Okay. Here's my take on that. Why is that not in the general rule? Yeah, I would tend to agree with that as well. Um, There's only, well... There's not any class that can run them. No. So why is it not in general rules? Why? There's another one of those. Why single out of class? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I was at a poll here in Michigan, shit, seven years ago or more, eight years ago, nine years ago. It's been a while. And a there was a mod four-wheel drive truck there that was just doing we didn't have the class it was a thumb pull but they were doing a test hit and within 30 feet of the starting line i watched the throttle linkage on it was it was the the enderly two two barrel on top of the plenum design i watched that thing go racked wide the frick open it took another 140 feet for the rpms to spike up tell me there was not some shit going on there I've seen that more than once. I'm not going to mention names, but I've seen it. No, I'm not going to say who it was either, but there was games yeah. being played that day, and it was a test session. They could do whatever the hell they want, but yeah. y- you're not trying it out if you aren't trying to figure something out. Yeah. But, you know, there are ways to do things that are not electronically controlled. Uh, so, I mean... But, I mean, yeah, I, I understand that. But why single that class out? Nobody's supposed to be running that kind of stuff. So No. No, but um, actually that brings me to the next class that did have an update where, in a sense, yeah, you could because there is no way to police this shit 
The hot rod semis within PPL. Common rail injection is in. In what car? Hot rod semi. Bring on the Nintendo trucks, kind of like what we're going to see yeah. uh, racing up the hill at Sturgill's deal. Yeah. Quebec-style trucks. Dale Francis specials. That just opened up a whole heap of, uh, well, they have it. Why can't we? It's coming. It is coming. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, you know, you get to a certain point, and we've all talked about this, you know, was it two years ago they were talking about putting restrictor plates on diesel super stock? Yep. Uh, and then you're at a point, there's just so much you can do with a normal P-pump or a Sims pump or, or whatever they're running. For technology to step up, that's the only, that's the only step diesels really have. Yeah. Now, are they going to catch on as quick? You know, it's one of those things we've talked before. Are they going to call up the guys like industrial injection and say, hey, what what are y'all using? What are you doing? Are they going to, if they do that before they build them, we may run into an issue of a sled not being able to stop semis yeah, I'm kind of curious how they're going to do it in in the semi ranks in terms of um, the pumps themselves. That seems to be the limiting factor within the truck world is just being able to get enough enough volume through. Um, you know, there's guys out there trying to do common rail mod four wheel or super stock four wheel drive trucks that are up to five CP3s on. You just it's it becomes a volume problem. Yeah, yeah, and you can only stroke those pumps out so much. And I'm sure it'll be a learning curve for them if, if you know, they're they're used to running the old style stuff and they go to common rail. Uh, but you give them <clears> two <throat> or three years, they'll, uh, it's going to be a big change. Yeah. Well, a lot of the Nintendo truck stuff is already out there. Look what Wade Lone's already doing with yeah. his tuning of semi-trucks. Yeah. Now let's release a hold on what information he has. What information the drag semis have yeah. to the pulling world? Yeah, in a sense, hang yeah. on your ass. There ain't going to be much lag. I mean, the Quebec guys are doing it. They're they've, they're they're taking they're drag racing trucks, semi trucks that are in you know over three thousand horsepower for sure. Maybe even knocking on a door of four. They're not far behind the top level pulling trucks that are out there. So I don't think it's really yeah. I don't think it maybe take as long as we think. Yeah, it may not. Um, the only other thing I looked at, uh, PPL's released their, I won't call them pre-commits, their license holders for Champions Tour this year, and only a couple things really jumped out at me. The the Longs are out of the two-wheel drive truck game. They're going to have a pair of mods uh, for this yep. summer. Uh, Shelton's, same deal. The two-wheel drives are gone. They're going to have two mods to go with the minis. Um, yep. Go ahead. Uh, okay, and then in the super stock tractor classes, um, the light super, the the Whitworths are going to bring their two John Deere's out of Outlaws. They've bought licenses to to mix it up with the PPL guys. So they've got the the two white painted uh, forty ten sheet metaled tractors. They're going to be in. But here's the one that was interesting to me. 
Unlimited Superstock, Armed and Dangerous International Threat, which is Josh Blackburn's tractor, Extremely Armed and Dangerous, which is Terry Blackburn's tractor, and Considered Armed and Dangerous HD for Brian Korth. Got to be the third big tractor rolling out. And I think this is going to be the inline six one coming back. The yes, old, the old is. original, extremely A and D. Yep, that's it. Wow. Yeah. I need a trucking company. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, yes. Don't we all? Yeah, that's uh. Surprised he could certainly got the three light supers also. Three lights and three heavies now. Yep. Well, to be honest with you, is that not one of the lights? I don't know. It's not because I think I'm. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to talk out of turn now. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because the three light tractors are still on the list too. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm I'm wondering if they're not running one of them in both flats. Yeah, some similar like we see uh, Henry Everman doing. Uh, no, because then there is a considered armed and dangerous in light. There's considered A and D, A and D deadly force and A and D excessive force, and then the other one is specifically called out considered armed and dangerous HD. Okay. But uh, I'm trying to pull it up here real quick and look. Because I can't remember if uh, for them they're using two bar cages on the lights. And if they do that, it uh-huh. removes them from the eighty three hundred pound class. Yes, it does. I I, I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah, I'm and I to... think you're right. I, they've only got two bar cages. Uh, I'm almost certain. Which I hate to say, at a tractor with that much horsepower and that much velocity they generate on the track. I'd still rather have a three-bar cage on them. Yeah, their their light tractors all have two-bar cages on them, so it's got to be a new tractor. Okay. Well, we saw well, pictures of it. We we could see it when Jason was doing his live stream from the shop. There was a tractor yeah. there that was on, as a joke, on 18438s that had a three-bar yeah. cage, and it was an inline motored tractor. Well, now, and it was black, right? No, it had the red red scheme and actually i think it, it wasn't called considered armed and dangerous uh, hd they had different logos on it it was like you know, the whole nine yards or some something like that i do know i do know that uh Pickleberg now has two yeah 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 that scott had told me that back in uh at gordyville as they were going to two they're getting rid oh, of i'm sorry flights. They, they had Lemons. it labeled as they were calling it lead poison back then And it's a you but know yeah, it's that's... it's an ace chassis kind of like the other ones. Yeah. Wow. Yes, you know we all kind of joke around about having money and but man, that's I know what it is to keep one vehicle going for a Grand National Circuit or or PPL Champions Tour, but to have six and they will be running both circuits. Yeah. You know when when it first started coming out that he had this the the Blackburns were going to operate out of his garage in the hall. 
The first thought through my head is just the shock of the thing, how unbelievably big and well-equipped that it is, and, and the room that there is to grow if you want to produce more parts and get more machinery and the phenomenal dyno facilities. And once the shock and awe passes of seeing it, my first thought is, you know, is this good for the sport? And if they were hoarding it for themselves, I would say, no, it's not. But you know what? They're sharing it with everybody. We've seen numerous yeah. tractors, particularly diesels, going to the dyno. They're, they're sharing what they know. You can go there and have access to it. So they're not keeping it for themselves. So, hey, amen, I, it's fine. I'm I'm 100% behind yeah. it. And they're good. I mean, we had, uh, uh, as you all know, uh, Mark Filiatri bought the ruthless tractor from Spiegelberg. Yeah. He brought it to us to uh, kind of freshen it up after they finished the end of the season out. And uh, Aaron, my brother, had to call uh, Terry and order some rod. We had, it had one rod in it that was chewed up a little bit. Uh, so he called, and, and Terry told him, he said, well, I said, I've got two on the shelf. That's all I've got. Uh, we'll be making more, but Aaron talked like you know he was he was as good as gold to him on the phone, and uh, uh, like you said, they they're 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 willing to help anybody. It's uh, yeah, you could see you know you could see it in the class. There's a lot of there's there are, there are satellite tractors, you know Spiegelbergs, um, yeah. gunpowder and lead. You know they're basically satellites yeah. of the team, and yeah, if you come and say hey, I want you to do this for me. They'll do it. Yep. The only thing I've heard is the only time you have problems is they've got one of their six four down. Yeah, I, but, I suppose I could see some of that. But I, I can understand that if, if that's the man that's footing the majority of the bill. Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. It's not Blackburn's doing it out of their own pocket. We know that. It's Cheesick on yeah. the right. And Cheesick wants his stuff to be running first. And I can, I, hey, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But they're one of the few builders where you can honestly say they're not holding anything back on you. If you open your wallet to them, you're going to get what's on their, their tractors. That's right. That's right. But got to look at... Uh... You know, and I see that in a lot of classes. You know, people complain about somebody that does really, really good year after year after year. Well, they're just getting better every year. They're, you know, they have the experience to be that good. And you can't always look at it like, you can't look at it and say they're cheating because they're doing that good. And when you put Terry Blackburn and Brian Course together of people that are still pulling, they're probably the most experienced of anybody. Oh, yeah. They've been in that game for a long time. Yes. And it's hard to beat that. Yep. 100% agree. Yep. Well. You're supposed to save that, remember? No, that's the end. Of, that's the end of my my show. <laughs> the only other thing I had, and, and it's kind of a regional local thing, was the, the eighteen four thirty eight radial pro pullers that are out there. We've always talked about them in the context of seeing them within an antique class, 
But as we're starting to get more towards summertime and getting the outdoor shit going on, what would you say if you were to see a V8 hot rod on a set of those? That would be ideal for them. I wonder. The only thing is, is I, I don't think they're going to be, they can't hang enough nose weight. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to gear down probably, but yeah, can yeah. they get enough nose weight to yeah. freaking run them? Because we're, and they're, yeah. you know, the hot rods up here aren't like what's down south. We're, we're on short wheelbase. Yeah. We're on factory uh, 13 foot wheelbases, you know, is what we're allowed, yeah. you know, and uh, we've already seen the guys make the sh- shift over to radials, the radial super ultra or radial ultractions from Firestone. And, uh, which would be a similar tire cut when they are cut and they're fighting to get enough nose weight on them. Cause they're hooking up that much better. Yeah. Now let's put a dedicated true V cut on them. Oh, fuck. Or the 8,000, yeah. 8,000 diesel pro stock. I mean, Dean McConaughey, will always have nose weight instead of never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're looking at a dedicated tire that the bar is going to lay flat. Mm-hmm. you know, or the slight curve to it, you know, what you're looking for. you It's going to lay down. You're going to get a full bar contact across the width of the tire. You're going to see chassis hook up like they've never done before in a class that weighs 5,700 pounds, and you've got to be north of 600 horses to come play now. I wonder about drive lines being able to take that too. Oh, third gear's fucked in a farm all, but we knew that to begin yeah. with. 25% yeah, more contact patch. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, lot of things that would, would have to change if you wanted to try those. And I, I agree with you, Charles, but I think the, the nose weight is going to be the biggest problem. Yeah. Cause you got to see one run up here in Smith's Creek, Charles, or uh, Godfather, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think that's going to be your, that's going to be your biggest issue. And, and, uh, and gearing, I mean, you know, you uh, without buying special gearing, you you may not want to drop from a, a third to a second. You might need a two and a half. Uh, so the gearing actually, hurts. gearing actually might help uh, in that sense because well, we've had guys up here trying to get. They've gotten to a point where they push the horsepower so high that. The fastest factory ratio fourth gear you can get through a farm all in rear end, just it's not fast enough anymore. So actually, it might help those guys. But think of the load you're putting on that rear end now and on that gear set. How many guys have still basically run factory third, fourth sliders? Yeah. Because, I mean, fuck, you got a farm all M V8 hot rod chassis. You better have at least six of them on the shelf because you're going to go through them. Oh, yeah. I've felt, I've felt a third gear break in one of those doing that. I mean, they go to it. When's the profab start coming? And we have one already up here in an Oliver chassis. Correct. Yeah, might be more. Well, we got one in a. Well, we got a reverser set up on a cockshot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to see that. I mean, it's. Uh, and and I, to be honest with you, I think you're going to see more and more of that, even in the bigger classes with the twenty-four fives and the thirty-four fives. Yeah, I think they they get a they get that figured out with the they were talking at one point about doing a thirty point five eight ply. You know, I think the light limited guys would be kind of all over something like that. Uh, definitely. 
because we're getting it's getting harder and harder to find good tires in the Firestone without running the HP. And the HPs for us down here at six thousand is too heavy. Yeah. We're firing up here with sixty two fifty, they're still too heavy for a lot of guys. Yes, yes. Uh, a twenty you can get away with a twenty four five HP. We did it for a little while. Uh, but from what I have seen we put we ran we ran a set of thirty parks tires beginning of last season or season before. And we didn't have enough uh, front, enough nose weight. And that was with parts. The new pullers, the new pro pullers, same design, but they have revamped a few things. They bite harder. Yep, all in the name of progress. I yep. I just can't wait to see the 18-4-38 bias plies they've been oh. hinting around at. Yeah. You want to see some changes in some shit. Yeah. Hang on your ass, NATPA USAP. Yes. Well, yeah. there were t- there was talk uh, back last year uh, at Tomo that he was going to be running a uh, was going to be making a eighteen four by sixteen one for two wheel drive trucks. Uh, yeah, I actually at one point had had the young blood name on the list to be a tester, and at Louisville this year he said they had backed off of that. They didn't think they were going to do it. Now, is that where Chad Mayhill has bought everything for the two wheel drive? That's what I was going to say. And, and they're kind of laying off. So Yeah, I kind of wondered if, if Chad coming out with his own tire kind of put the brakes on that. Yep. And, uh, <coughs> but I, but that's, that's one of those things. you. Uh, I can understand. And, and, and I, I understood what he was telling me about on a business stand. But, you know, right now we need to get these others out and make sure that they're going to be okay. I understand that. Maybe someday they'll venture on in. I'm just glad. I'll be honest with you. I'm just glad there's somebody there putting competition out there for Firestone. Uh, with the Metop deal falling through and not happening, I'm, I'm, I'm glad there's somebody giving them a little competition. Yep. I'd say giving them a lot of competitions because you see well, more yeah. pullers going over to them, pro pullers, and yeah. loving them. Yeah, that that incentive program is great. Yep. But I just wonder how oh, like long that's gonna last. You know, that that could cost a man a lot of money in one week. Yeah, but at the price he's getting for a set of tires. Yeah, those new eighteen four thirty eight radials, those are thirty five hundred bucks a set. Yeah. In all reality that ain't too bad. The 24.5 and the 30s are $3,000 cheaper than Firestone. Yeah. So, but I 
guess if you sell them, you got your price keeper, you'll sell a bunch. So, I know, Charles, you just rolled your eyes at my saying that ain't a bad price for the 18.4s. Okay, you buy a set of Super All Tractions. If you're lucky, you find them used right now for $1,500 for a set of radial Super All, radial Tractions with good decent rubber on them, okay? You're looking at about another grand plus to get them cut. Oh, and don't think for a second that you are going to have to sooner or later be cutting these new ones too. But what I'm saying is to get to a base tire in a radial, in a Firestone. That's fucking ridiculous too. You know, last time I priced a set, it's a grand to get the radial radial tractions cut. So, okay, I'm at $2,000 on a used set of tires. I can, you know, two to... Let's say worst case scenario, $1,500 to get them cut, which I have been quoted. You pay $1,500 for a used set of tires. You're at three grand now. I can spend $500 more and get a brand new set of full V cuts that I know I'm going to be able to get a couple more cuts out of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still, obs- it's obscene. I hate to say it, but it is. You're going, you're going to have to, you're going to have to spend that. You know, a lot of people look at those tires, you know, like, yes, they're V cut. They have to be cut first. So you're going to have to pay, that set of tires is going to cost you $4,500. Because you're going to have, they have to be cut. So, don't know why, even just like Firestone. Firestone's brand new. They're cut before they ever go down the track. Yeah. And those are the same way. They, I mean, no, you're not taking a lot off of them. You're, you're basically just sharpening the edge. Uh, but, I agree with you, Andrew. Even even an extra fifteen hundred dollars, they're going to last you longer than the Super Alltraction will. Yeah, you got you got a carcass that's dedicated to knowing it's going to get three, four, five yep. sharpenings before it's going to have to be shit canned. Whereas a yep. set of used Super Alltractions. You might get three cuts out of them before you're really starting to get into the cords. Yep. That's eh, still That's insane. Cool. <laughs> well, but but on an antique though, some of these harder than a fucking tombstone old one fifty ones. How many times are guys actually cutting them? How? When was the last time I sharpened mine? November twenty, never. Yeah, and how well are they biting in? Yeah, true. <laughs> I'll put it this way, Godfather. I got a set of 151s. We've had them down to 3 PSI, and I still couldn't get the sidewall to wrinkle. You know how to fix that? What? How to fix it? Well, in this case, I'm going to have to get a new set of tires. I'm going to have to really start oil soaking them to soften up the weather checking. No, you poke a chain in the center of the wheel and drag them down the road. Oh, get the crust off up. Yeah, I don't know if it'll work on an old set though. It won't work on this old set because <laughs> they're 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 hard, they're dry rotted, but God, do they fucking hook. Eric, you've seen our roads. Are you sure about that? Huh? You've seen our roads up here. Are you sure that's going to work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the potholes I hit coming down Smith Creek Road between my parents' house and the fucking Legion, them tires should be well softened up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never done it. I, you know, I, I've been told several times that's one way to do it. 
The way we've always done it is let them down flat and just pull it around. Oh, just scuff them. Yep, and just let them just let them roll and pop, and and it softens the, the sidewalls down. And uh, but I mean, everybody's got their own thing. It's just like me. I've got a set of garden tractor tires that's laying on top of the LP gas tank outside at Dad's right now. I'm wanting them to get hard. They've been there for a while. That's I got my my super all traction thirty fours for that sitting there and i'm just waiting on uh waiting on uh the time to uh be right and let them harden up because yeah it's just not they're so damn soft it's just not you know i've tried pulling with them and they just don't they flex too much time i finish this fucking thing i'll be out of his job Well, that's it for me. I'm done. You got any more, Godfather? No, I don't have anything tonight other than it's time to go to bed. All right. We're going to let you go. Uh, We'll sign off. My name's Armstead. My name's Posh. Good night.